Hello and welcome to another Coffee with Clavi. The topic for today is going to be expectations. I know. What a loaded question. So, Clavi, where where did you get this idea from? Uh, well, I have this um, tall friend. Um, I Obviously, I have many tall friends, but this one in particular is known for being tall. That um, the idea brought up by this one, or him, is that we don't want expectation in our life. And this is kind of a classic Buddhist, Stoic, a lot of different philosophies bring this idea up. Uh, also today, I am enjoying the uh, Jamaican Blue by Starbucks. I'll be honest, it's okay. It does have the notes that they tell you to look for, because uh, they are different from other stuff I've tried, but I wouldn't say it's worth $38. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I have yet to really try an expensive coffee that I guess is blowing my mind away. And I mean, obviously, oh, that's an expectation. If this coffee is expensive or wine is expensive or whiskey, it should be of a certain um, you know, quality. And I think that's definitely true for like quality and sort of like taste and what to expect. Um, as my parents like to say, for wine, for them, at a certain point, right, you're, you're not really buying more taste. It's, you know, just prestige or, you know, you want to feel better about yourself. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm getting like a $1,000 bottle of wine. It's not going to taste that much it's not really going to taste better. Or you won't even be able to really taste it because your taste buds aren't there. So back to the Jamaican Blue. Yeah, the Jamaican Blue uh, beans are known for being really good. And a few months back, there was a reserve from Starbucks about, I guess like quarter one or something like that. And I uh, got one bag with um, stars and I paid like five bucks or whatever after my discount. And then... Uh, little known fact for as a Starbucks partner, you can get reserved beans, but not the current offerings. So you have to kind of shop around, like visit a few different ones and see if any have uh, the previous quarters reserve coffees. I did actually get a, um, it's actually not a pound as well. It's like, I think 12 ounces or uh, eight or a smaller amount than your usual like Starbucks bag. But um, yeah, that is a little known fact that you can get them. Uh, I've tried to let all my fellow partners know and you know, point them in the way of the Wanto Starbucks or ones that have it. Uh, but yeah, I got uh, one as a mark out, which is a pretty good deal, right? $30 like quote for free. Um, I still have that one uh, good to go. And I have leftovers from the first bag. Uh, I'm trying to finish up that first bag because as they say, the beans are you know, supposed to be used quickly as they lose their freshness and stuff and it's a it's a good taste like i've come to like it more it's like a little, a little hazelnutty some kind of nutty um something in that realm um but you know overall like i couldn't complain too much <clears throat> although it's not like the best coffee ever or um my favorite one, right? Because everyone does have their own taste, which is like kind of another thing to, you know, get back to in that, right? You can have a coffee, but it, it just, you know, the taste might not be for you and that's okay. 
Uh, it's more about appreciating the coffee. And this goes back to expectation, right? In terms of coffee, right, we want to approach each cup, right, without sort of, you know, a blank mind, a beginner's mind, not hoping it to taste a certain way. Obviously, like, there are going to be times when you know it's a dark roast ahead of time or a light roast or it's a coffee you know you like, so you're kind of, like, anticipating it. But in general, right, like, if you were to do a, um, a coffee cupping or sort of, like, a blind taste test, that would be the best way to really evaluate uh, the coffee based on, like, its taste and all the other aspects of flavor that you can get from trying the coffee. Um, so we don't want to necessarily um, color our thoughts on the coffee beforehand. So I try to usually just give people a coffee and say, oh, here is one. They, and, you know, people at this point know, oh, Clavi's giving us a coffee. Okay, like, cool. Um, so it's, oh, that was, you know, they say, oh, I, I like that one. That one was like a little nutty. That was a little fruity. And then I, you know, give them the sort of the, the quote, the answer or um, what the, you know, coffee company or you know starbucks or whatever is like oh this should have notes of xyz and right then you know oh okay this is what like nuttiness tastes like to me this is what uh, you know a hazelnut coffee is uh, or you know this is fruitiness this is a full-bodied versus light-bodied and then as you do more and more tastings or right, just try more different coffees you'll be more acclimated to evaluating the like actual coffee um, so that side of expectation is right, right. Going in with an open mind, well, an empty mind for uh, coffee taste testing. Um, obviously, uh, my mom has a very good taste, as I've mentioned, and most of the time she's like, "Oh, no, this, this is, oh, no, nah, it was okay." So, like, I know that's not a coffee my mom particularly likes, but she's able to identify the tastes and the different smells and such, and that's the important part, right? You want to refine your palate and just kind of get a feel of like where the coffee's going now other side of expectation uh maybe talk a little more about the business for this and i think it's very interesting i think having worked in retail for starbucks for a, a good amount of time now um the expectation is just ugh, it's such a weird thing it's so weird right because you have expectations from customers expectations from your partners expectations from corporate and then pretty much, you know, anyone in between and so forth. And I'll be honest, the, the things that really, I think, irk customers are when their basic expectation is just not met. And you're like, Clavi, like, I thought you were saying expectations are no good. And yes, they, they are generally, right, right? We don't want expectations for things, but at the same time, there are like standards. Like when you go to a bathroom at a Starbucks, you, you know... You hope to find toilet paper there. And that's kind of the realm of the things that I'm going to be getting at, right? When, you know, how many times in, in a recent few weeks a customer comes, you know, there's no toilet paper in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> ah, all right, well, we'll get on that. Yeah, like, you know, you go to a friend's house and there's no toilet paper, kind of is like, bro, like, toilet paper, kind of need it. You know, it's, you know, things that are kind of a thankless job that make a big impression on people. Um, or, you know, a bathroom just being dirty, right? And it is a thankless job, but it's part of all uh, customer service slash, like, food, retail, that, you know, if your bathroom looks really bad, like, people will remember that. 
if your bathroom is really good or it's like on point, people remember that too. Like I could tell you a lot of the cafes I go to their bathroom is always kind of cool. They have like interesting lights or, you know, different like kind of fixtures and that you remember you're like, Oh, the bathroom was kind of cool. And like, obviously they had toilet paper and all the fixings. Uh, for example, last week I went to the board game cafe in Huntington and yeah, the bathroom was kind of nice. It was just, you know, a nice little thing. I got a cup of coffee, you know, Back to expectations. I was like, all right, I'm just going to have probably a basic cup of coffee. We're going to try what they have, see what kind of beans they're offering. And like, obviously I go into this thinking, right, they're not a coffee company. They're a, you know, a cafe that, right, if you walk in, you could tell they're more about the board games and all the, you know, nerdy kind of stuff. And that, you know, that's stuff I've dabbled in before a lot. Uh, so, right, just expecting, okay, it's going to be kind of like, should be a reasonable something, right? Like, it's not going to be a crappy cup of coffee, right? Like, because obviously, right, we don't want to be drinking crappy coffee. And, right, if you have a cup of coffee and you're like, this is garbage, yes, send it back, get something else, or, like, be like, hey, this coffee is off, could you make it again? Um, because, right, we we don't want to be drinking coffee that's just tastes bad, right? And even with food, too. So that was a cool experience. That was fun just to get to appreciate, you know, just a basic cup of coffee, kind of seeing what kind of cups they use, kind of just, you know... Listen to the people who are there. Maybe write a few notes. You know what Clavi does these things. He takes notes. He adds this coffee book. And then all of a sudden, he's opening up his own place. Not not the case. Not yet. But anywho, back to right kind of Starbucks expectations or like basic food service place. Uh, other one, uh, napkins and straws. Condiments, actually. Um, Starbucks is just... I don't know why. I, I'm so confused why Starbucks is just like not doing that. Like, we're cool. Like, I get COVID and like the world is different. I've been to Starbucks like outside of New York and they have it all available. So it's really weird where it's like, maybe it's my manager. Maybe it's like my district. Maybe it's the state. I, I honestly don't know if there are powers outside of my understanding. Right. That's, you know, as my old pastor used to say, you know, part of knowing God is knowing that part of it is on, out of our comprehension. And maybe that's the case here. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. I don't really care, but. You know, more just as a discussion point that, right, like, we have napkins out, but we don't have, like, all, like, the sugars and stuff. And it's, like, every other cafe I go to has them out so people can, like, prepare their coffee. Like, just, you know, basic drip coffee. Oh, cool. Like, you know, Splenda, whatever, sugar, raw sugar, equal, you know, whatever, sweet and low. Whatever you're, whatever one you take, right? There's, like, five different ones you could take. And you stir your lids and... Like, Starbucks, for some reason, is just, like, not getting on that train, and it's like, why? Why? Why Why are we choosing to make our lives harder? Like, why? Like, you, com you are completely complicit in this conundrum of complexity. Yes, I know, that alliteration on the sea, I was very proud of myself for just coming up with that on the spot. That was, like, pretty good. I had a little pat on my back. So, yeah, it's just confusing. And then, like, oh, the straw thing. Don't get me started. It's like, we can't put out straws. Okay, let's just waste people's time all day. Like, oh, can I get a straw? Oh, can I get a straw? So you're wasting the barista's time and the, uh, you know, customer's time. Because customer is like, I just want my straw. I just want to get my drink, you know, pick up mobile, grab and go. Like, I I don't really want to have to, like, ask the barista who's, like, doing something. Because, obviously, like, they're doing, like, five other things. Like, making a drink, helping this customer, making food or in a drive-thru and you know what i've seen at all the 
small cafes that I've been to is that, right, it's all just at the condiment stand. You could just grab your straw, move your thing. Like, after the drink is ready, you could, you know, put the final touches on, like my mom used to do. Grab your five napkins, a little raw sugar, a little stir, a little cinnamon. Great. Um, right, some places have the crafts. Uh, some do the milk in the back. Again, it's kind of a COVID thing, so I get it. Um, the world's moving on. You know, we have to, you know, move on from there and, I don't know, kind of figure out what's new. So, yeah, that, that sort of thing really just confuses me. Because, like, you go to McDonald's, you go to, like, Wendy's, and all this stuff's mostly there. So it's like, right, are we trying to craft this better customer experience? Like, we're trying to be more serviceable. Maybe that's a thing. I, I can get that, too, where it's like, oh, we want to, like, maybe, like, oh, of course we can get you this. Oh, you want this? Not a problem. It's like, that, to me, feels more like, you know, if it was a sit-down kind of place, you know, where you would go, you would order your coffee, then the waitress, waiter, barista would bring it out to you and, you know, present the things in such a way that, right, enhance that experience, right, where, right, Starbucks is, McDon is the McDonald's of coffee, like. Right, like what else is Starbucks at this point? It's the company. Um, everybody knows it. There's a standard to it. You know what you're getting. You get it because you know you're you're gonna get what you're getting. And like you, you know if there's line drive through, that's what you're gonna have to do. Sometimes they're out of stuff. Uh, same with McDonald's. How the sh you know the shake machine never works somehow. I I still am like to this day like as a kid like would always go to drive through McDonald's and like shake machine was never working. Like I sometimes want to like do that with the frap. Um, machine be like oh our frap machine isn't working they just like because fraps are so annoying like like honestly in terms of designing like a process the fraps are just a disaster just like design something that will just take your employees more time than it ever should and ever like has business taking the time but you know that's not really up for me to design but that's more of an observation right we want systems right regardless of how you interact with coffee you want a good system for like just doing whatever it is that you want to do um so specifically right with this kind of chat you know how are we making sure those expectations are met right that's sort of like all right like bathroom is stocked oh thank god right you know right because it's i'll tell you it's like how many times someone has walked in like oh my god there's no toilet paper and it's like oh surprise <laughs> no toilet paper or like oh but there's no soap ah uh, of course there's no soap. There's never any soap. Or, you know, we don't have, like, hand um, uh, the drying towels. Things like that. Um, or, like, someone asked for raw sugar. Oh, I just don't have raw sugar. It's in, it's under the, the condiment stand. and We have to go out and get it. Another fun one. Um, and then, I guess, applying this more to your life, like, if you have people over, like, it's like, oh, do you have, like, something to offer to drink? Because it's just, you know, hospitable. Like, being a good human and being like, oh, yeah, I got, you know, some water, I have a little tea or whatever. Like, you don't have to have, like, a five-star offering, uh, but something to kind of just, you know, meet what people are thinking um, will be there. And obviously, right, there's all kinds of expectation, and that's kind of what leads into the whole Karen. Oh, my God, Karens are, like, Karens are people with just unreasonable expectation of, like, what Starbucks, like, should be offering. And then, like, Starbucks is like, of course, of course we'll do this for you. Of course. You, you're you expecting this? Not a problem for your customer. We'll do exactly as you want. That's like, bro, like, if someone has to describe to you in, like, paragraph, detailed bullet point form how to make the drink, the drink doesn't exist. Like, 
right? If you can't mobile order your drink and it's made correctly consistently, right? Then this shouldn't be a drink we're making. Like right in any coffee thing where it's like, cause then, right? Let's say I, I own my own ca like coffee shop chain, Clavi's uh, Coffee Emporium, right? I, I would not want there to be some kind of drink where if someone mobiles it to like one of the, I don't know, like five locations, and it's like made like kind of differently each time and it tastes kind of different. The customer is just not happy with it. Uh, I mean, at that point, like I would want to have a conversation with the customer and be like, hey, like your, your drink, it, it's, you know, there's no way for me to have it like me explain to baristas like how to make this correctly. Because if like, right, like if you're just like, oh, it has to be like, you know, this on the bottom and then a little bit of, like one scoop of this and then this kind of thing in the foam, then drizzle on the sides of the cup, drizzle on top. And it's like cool but like like how are you going to make sure this is always made the same and obviously obviously every time someone gets this kind of drink it's wrong or like something is off with it and then right the manager has to like like spend their time to make this drink right because like something was off and they're like oh like it, it's you know and you know a different different kind of problem but you know a funny kind of like thing where you know, even for, I have a ramen ramen friend who, um, this is an issue for her that it's, um, how can you order or how can you limit what people will order so that, you know, the system that processes the order can like process it, but allow them to like make some modifications, but not like infinite. Cause then it just becomes kind of a, a processing disaster and you're right. It's just like topics and stuff, but like, you know, I guess, you know, moral of the story that, um, you know, customer service jobs can be a bit annoying with how you have to interact with people who have these, you know, very unrealistic expectations. One of my favorite, oh, I love this story. Um, there is a woman uh, who gets uh, green tea uh, frappuccinos. Yes, yes, I know this exists. And um, we ran out of whip. I know. Heaven forbid. God forbid. You run out of whipped cream. Oh, yeah. This was kind of a disaster. Because uh, I made the drink, and I was like, oh, sorry, we're out of whip. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 Clavi. She was not having it. She uh, went straight to, uh, she was, you know, Karen mode, and was like, no, I don't want this drink. I, I want me a refund. Who do I talk to here? Obviously, you know, yes. This is the Karen is my Australian uh, friend over there. And I, I point, oh, you know, that, that tall blonde lady over there, she's a, she'll take right care of you. Oh, poor, poor, poor shift, that thing. Uh, this Karen was basically like, oh, who's the manager? Are you the manager? Oh, no, I'm, I'm the stand manager. No, 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 I will not have this. Just refund me and I'll call another day. It's like, kind of crazy how, like, right when this person's, like, or a person's expectations, like, you know, in their head, it's, this thing out in left field and obviously like that's not you know that's not a thing that's not going to happen and then they just like freak out on whoever this poor customer service person whether it's starbucks mcdonald's a restaurant and yeah there there is like an extreme of when the expectation is not met uh in service and then people are just like yeah you can't make me drink a lot i want me some uh i want me free free frappuccinis for life some stuff like that. Starbucks does have like a $4 like recovery card, which honestly, if you ever ask for it, like pretty much they will give it to you. 
like because for the most part like you're like gonna ask for it like when like you deserve it like right like right this is like kind of like you know goes without saying right in any like situation when like your food is wrong or you know the drink was kind of wrong like you just ask for it like if your drink doesn't have enough saint germains you just be like no this needs more saint germains i know i know i didn't know this was a thing until i i once saw this happen and i was wow i was amazed so right how can we like Right, as people in customer service or as customers, like tamper, not tamper, I guess, um, keep both sides in line with like providing a good experience, right? Because if like you go into a place with some like, like, yes, this can be the best thing ever and it's not, then you're like gonna be upset. And that's like, that's kind of on you for having that expectation, right? So, like, back to like how I started this chat, when I go to a new cafe or I'm trying new beans. Just try it, you know, especially like, let's say at home, right? I'll try and brew it in the AeroPress. Then I'll do a pour over. I'll do like an espresso style dish, AeroPress. Um, honestly, I, I used to do French press some more. It's just like, it's kind of time consuming, um, right? To do it the way I like to do it. Cause it's like, boil the water, four minutes sit. And then the way I like to do it is you let it sit another four minutes after scooping out the, um, the grounds so like this i've sort of picked up from like a few youtube videos and like reading articles so you'll basically make your french press then you'll like after it's you know all the water and beans or beans the, the grounds are in the the craft you'll like give it a little stir um and then let it sit for four minutes then after those four minutes you will scoop out the the sort of stuff that you know drifts to the top then let it sit for another four minutes so it kind of like settles that you know you know the kind of the not grime but you know the kind of stuff that you know is left over and then you pour it and then also you don't actually press it down so by not pressing it down you just kind of use the um that like thing on top like a filter more um you're not agitating the coffee so you kind of keep all the grounds and stuff towards the bottom of the craft obviously like this works best with like the larger the vo the larger the volume of coffee gets, the better this is because, right, you have more space in the craft for the coffee to settle and then to pour it. So, like, I have, a, like, a one-serving craft, and it, it comes out fine, right? But you have to kind of account that there'll be, like, a few ounces that, like, one or two for, like, an eight-ounce serving that are kind of just, like, at the bottom, and you don't really want to drink that because it's kind of, like, you know, in that gritty stuff. Um, but the rest of it just comes out pretty good. It honestly is, like, fairly close to the AeroPress. Um so there's that but like if you need to make a lot of coffee it's very convenient for a french press because right you just you you go you don't really have to think about it kind of let's do its thing it's good to go um right consequentially you could also do like the the chemics which i've i have used on occasion to make a lot of coffee for like a, a small group of let's say i think it was like five of us or something and that makes enough um except when your dream crushed when your friend decides to get Starbucks instead when you're making coffee for everyone in the morning. I know. The thing is a dream crush clavi. Just, um, oof. It's okay. You know who you are. I'm coming for you. Yeah, I know. I'll force, I'll force uh, the good coffee into your life, whether you like it or not. Even if you really want that uh, caramel macchiato. Which is not even a macchiato. It's, it's, a, it's a latte. It's a latte with caramel drizzle and like one less pump of vanilla and it's upside down which is not it's also a fake thing it's, it's, this whole like 
expectations of like people just want to feel good about the drink they're drinking and feel good that they feel special and that's like what makes starbucks tick i mean that that i could do a whole chat about but yeah that's like you get a little little, uh, sprinkle on today's um podcast um let's see where i'm at oh wow 25 minutes not too bad clavi not too bad but uh i think i'll leave you with that for today my jamaican blue was like good um i am looking forward to like tasting this with people so you know if you're one of those people that want to try it i got some but first come first serve and it'll um it'll be a thing it'll be coffee um yes my favorite my favorite uh thing people say is Oh, how does your coffee taste? Like coffee. Ha ha ha. So funny. It tastes like coffee. Wow. No kidding. Your coffee tastes like coffee. Wow. 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 Yes. I, I, I would have to just laugh at, and like play around, or pl- you know, play with customers who would do that when they would, when I did the, when I used to do the coffee tastings, like for the public at Starbucks. Oh man. I mean, just more gracefully handled, but my my um, my actual friends, I may give a harder time, and the harder time I give you, the more friendly I'm with you. So, anywho, for now, that was our story on expectations and a little delving into a few stories, um, you know, about me being dream crushed, about me uh, dealing with the customers, and I I'll see maybe that might be a way for me to sprinkle some more knowledge into your life with the coffee. Uh, I don't have a closeout yet. But I will have to think of a way to end these things because I don't really have a, a phrase. So, you know, if you have a good one, I will um, have to consider it. Um, so maybe by like episode 20, that'll be a, a thing for you guys. Uh, the intro, I, I might do something like I did today. Um, these will go live probably next week. So you'll have a few hours worth of maybe like two hours worth of stuff to listen to. All right. Thank you. And good. Good, good day. Good day to you, sir.